0: holy gospel according to mark the eighth chapter glory to you O lord jesus began to teach them that the son of man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again he said all of this quite openly And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, Of them, the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. In Isaiah 55, the Lord declares, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. Often we recognize that truth, that the ways of God are different from the ways of the world. When there are situations that are beyond our understanding, those things that happen that We ascribe to mystery but it is also a statement about the ways we live in the world and how we make meaning of our experiences when Jesus called the disciples to leave their nets and follow him they were responding to his authority and his power but they still didn't really know who Jesus was Throughout the first half of Mark's gospel, they are learning along the way as they witness Jesus healing, performing miracles, and teaching in parables. In the verses just before today's gospel, they have gone to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. The region was named for the Roman emperor Caesar and for Herod Philip, son of Herod the Great, and ruler of the northeastern quarter of Judea. The geography matters, and it matters because it locates Jesus and the disciples in what today is the Golan Heights, a few kilometers from the Lebanese border, where the view to the south stretches across Galilee toward Jerusalem. As Mark begins this central section of his gospel, Jesus and the disciples literally and figuratively look back across the territory they have covered in the Galilean ministry and look ahead to the road to Jerusalem. It's at this point in Mark's gospel that the text says Jesus began to teach them about the suffering, rejection, and death that awaited him. Up until this point, the disciples' understanding of Jesus as the Messiah was still oriented around things that were familiar and known to them. Messiah was a political term that referred to the Anointed One. It was a title given to King David, and to Cyrus the Persian who had liberated Israel from Babylon. Messiah was a sign of kingship and royal triumph. The great hope of the Israelite people in the first century was freedom from the Roman overlords. That freedom was to be brought by the Messiah. When Peter rebukes Jesus, he is clinging to his understanding of what it means that Jesus is the Messiah and what it means to follow him and be a disciple he doesn't want to let go of his understanding of who the Messiah is he doesn't want to hear what Jesus is saying but as Jesus says Peter's mind is set not on divine things but on human things Remember the Lord's words in Isaiah, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. So Jesus presses on, dismissing Peter. He calls the crowds to him and speaks to them and all of his disciples, inviting each one to take up their cross and follow him importantly denying ourselves and taking up our cross does not mean demeaning ourselves or suffering abuse from other people each of us is created in the imago dei the image of god and inherently has dignity and gifts that are given to us by god and god desires us to fully live into Who God has created us to be. So what does it mean to deny our cross? To deny ourselves and take up our cross? At the conclusion of today's gospel, Jesus defines what we now call a theology of the cross. He says, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, and the Gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed. Theology of the Cross says that following Jesus is not about what I want or desire. It is always about keeping our priorities aligned with God's commandments to love God and to love our neighbor. The Theology of the Cross says that following Jesus is not about power prestige or position instead it is a call to service suffering and sacrifice a theology of the cross says that it is in following jesus that we find our life our soul our self as saint paul writes in his letter to the philippians I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. And lastly, a theology of the cross says that we must not be ashamed of following Jesus or of our obedience to God. Faith is not meant to be hidden away even or perhaps especially when it means saying things that are not popular. We must not be afraid of death, because the promise in Jesus' words here is that although Jesus will be killed, he will also rise again. We love and serve a God of resurrection, a life-giving and redeeming God whose thoughts are not our thoughts and whose ways are not our ways. The God we meet in the person of Jesus leads us and stays with us, even in the shadow of the cross, when we are clinging to what we want. Thanks be to God.